Sonny and Ween Show. We're your hosts, Elise and Savaya. <laughs> um, sorry if that was cringe. <laughs> it probably was. Um, we decided that would be a good intro because we have no idea what else to do. And this episode is all about music. Specifically, music that changed our lives. So. Yep. It's, it's a good one. We have a little disclaimer. We are actually recording this intro after we've edited this whole episode. There are some parts in this episode that get kind of boring. We get so boring, guys. <laughs> like, our voices turn absolutely monotone, and we lose all expressions. I don't know what happened. We got tired or something, but mm-hmm. please bear with us. Please listen to the end, because it does get better. The end is, the the beginning and the end is like the best part, but the whole thing is so good. So just stay tuned, bear with us, it'll be good. It's a good episode. The music that people submitted to us is amazing, so. Yes, let's jump right in. So for me, this week has actually been kind of hard. Holiday hangover has really gotten to me, you guys. Um, I cried a lot. (laughs) I went and saw the new Spider-Man movie, which made me cry a ton, and then... Also, I feel like I should give you guys an update on this. I ended up getting ghosted by that guy that I ghosted, (laughs) which I kind of deserved, but it still was hard. And I found out he had a girlfriend, so I guess the timing was just off. It was hard and difficult to go through that, but at the same time, I feel like I got a good reminder of how perfect God's plan is. Um, I think a lot of times I like I just get very excited about things and invest very quickly, which isn't a bad thing. I feel like it's a blessing and I've been able to see that as a gift, but it also can cause me to get very disappointed when things don't go the way I plan or the way I expect. And so that's just been hard, but I'm just so grateful that God can see the whole picture and that his plan is so perfect. From my perspective, you know, I feel like, oh, I missed out on something that was so great. And just because I made this huge mistake, I'm never going to get that opportunity back. I'm just so grateful that I might feel that way, but God can see more than what I can see. Even though things didn't work out, I'm so grateful that I did reach out to him and I got out of my comfort zone like that. It's just comforting to know that I did what I could. It didn't work out, which means it wasn't ever meant to be. So, um, also... I feel like God does not hold back good things from us unless it is absolutely necessary. And so I don't think that I really am missing out on something. I think that if anything, I just need this experience to learn. So yeah. Cool. And I got back into dating because of it. So I guess that's a blessing. (laughs) Facts. Okay, let's get into the juice of this podcast. Oh, (laughs) yeah. We always say that. I think that's our new term. I think we can trademark that. Let's get into the tr- <laughs> the juice of this like episode. That sounds kind of stupid, though. Like, let's get into the meat. The teeth. <laughs> I feel like it should be meat. Let's get into the meat of this The main episode. course. Oh, <laughs> I like that. We This is just the appetizer. Now we're getting into the main course. And then the dessert is the we love you bye. Yes. <gasps> wow. Love it. Okay. Okay. So this episode, I don't know if we already said it, but did we? I don't really know. I don't remember. 
But this episode is gonna be super fun because music just means so much to Elise and I. And so we asked for music and lyrics that stick out to you guys. So you'll hear other listeners' submissions and ours too. And what actually inspired this episode is on January 8th, on Saturday, was Elvis Presley's birthday. Um, I saw that on like a social media calendar or something. At first, I wanted to throw a party, but I actually don't listen to a lot of Elvis, so I thought it'd be kind of (laughs) fake to throw a party. I do love Elvis. I just don't listen to him a lot, but... Elise just loves an excuse to to party To celebrate. (laughs) And dress up. Imagine if you're, like, a hardcore, like, college partier, dude. I would be. No, like, drinking. If I didn't have standards, yeah. (laughs) If if I didn't have standards, I'd be drinking every weekend. That's pretty much what you just said. Honestly, yeah, I think I would. I think I'd be an alcoholic if I didn't have standards. Dude, that's funny. <laughs> I have standards, so it's okay. But yeah, that's what kind of inspired the music idea. We do both really love music. Music has been a huge part of our lives. Because we are recording this episode tonight, this morning I had just been like thinking about it, and I realized that music really changes the mood, kind of like in a movie. Mm-hmm. If it's a sad movie, you're going to hear sad music. If it's a pumped up movie, you're going to hear pumped up music. Like, you literally can change the atmosphere with music. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's so cool. Like, I used to listen to sad music when I was sad. But, like, I would just become more sad. Like, now I just need to listen to pumped up music that gets me hyped. Kate, can I actually say something about that, though? Mm-hmm. Like, listening to sad music when you're sad. I forgot to mention this, but another thing that I learned is this week, actually, is the importance of just feeling your emotions. Yeah. Part of the reason why I was crying a lot was because I was listening to sad music. Actually, that's so true. Like, But it was because I needed to get my emotions out. I needed to feel them. Because if I just push them away, then I'll just have to deal with them later and it will get worse. Yeah. Well, here was my problem. And people always told me this, but I never really noticed it. Is like people would always be like, your music is so sad. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, I love it. And like now that I listen to pumped up music, I look back and I'm like, bro, all my music was actually so sad. Yeah. Like, why did I do that to myself? I know literally, what you mean. Literally manifesting depression on myself. <laughs> yes. So it is good to listen to sad music because you can relate to it and it helps you to grieve. But definitely too much of it, too much of anything really can harm you. So yeah. Okay, so then I also had this other thought of different ways that people love music because I'm the kind of person who I love songs that I know all the lyrics and I can sing along to it. Like singing along to music is what makes me happy and what makes me enjoy it the most. Mm -hmm. But like sometimes I'll be singing and Elise is like, wait, please don't sing. I just want to listen. And maybe it's because I'm a bad singer. (laughs) No, it's not. But is it because like you just want to hear it? Yeah, I just love feeling the music. Sometimes I just lay in my bed and I just listen to music and just think. Do you like to hear the lyrics? Do you think about the lyrics or do you just think about the sounds? Um, it depends. Last night I was having an emotional breakdown. (laughs) I'm getting very vulnerable today. Um, but I just was like laying in my bed and I was just listening to the music and some of the words I was listening to, but like with some songs, I don't really listen to the lyrics. I'm just like listening to the sounds and it just calms me down. So it kind of just depends. For example, like last night I was listening to All I Want by Olivia Rodrigo, which is from High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yes. (laughs) 
And I seriously, like, that song is so relatable, and it's because I have listened to the lyrics, and so that one I do love singing along to because I can feel it when I'm singing along. I listened to the All I Want, and I was, like, singing it and screaming it, but then, like, scream, not scream, I was scream singing it with Lily. And then, like, when I was just laying in my bed, I was just playing Just Kids by Brandi Carlile on my record player. I was just listening to the music, and, like, I wasn't paying attention to the words. I was just, like, listening and feeling it. So mm-hmm. I think it just depends. But. Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely more of a lyric person, but there are a few songs that I just love the sounds to as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first, before we get into specific lyrics, we actually have a story that our aunt shared with us that is seriously so cool. I actually have not read this all the way through. I wanted to keep it a surprise, so this is I haven't is my... either. Oh, you haven't? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is going to be, like, neither of us have heard this, so this is going to be our real-life reactions. And this story is about um, the importance of music to our aunt. Yes. I was eight years old and a band director came to my third grade class to introduce us to instruments. This was in Ocean Shores and the schools there, at least at the time, were really small and not well off. We had one third grade class and a combined second and third grade class. I guess there were 45 eight-year-olds total in the school. Our library was in the cafeteria and the staff had to move the bookshelves in order to unfold the tables and benches for lunch. Either the band director was a volunteer or our school had a grant to get music to the underserved children. I never found out which. I don't think we were told ahead of time that the band director was coming. He showed us all the regular band instruments and then asked us to sign his list if we wanted to play an instrument and which instrument. My little eight-year-old self was shocked that I couldn't go home and ask my parents for permission, but I also didn't want to miss out. My mind went completely blank. I couldn't remember any of the names of the instruments except the clarinet. Even the flute, trumpet, and drums, which I'd already heard of, left my brain. I'd never heard of or seen a clarinet before, but it's all I could think of, so I wrote it down. Thankfully, my mom and dad were okay with me wanting to play the clarinet. My parents were often not well off, but they got me a used clarinet, which I played for more than 10 years. Holy cow. Got 10 years? First off, it was a used one, and she used it for 10 years. Like, that clarinet probably lived its whole life. Oh, yeah. Like, it was used good. Oh, yeah, totally. That's awesome. Being so young, I couldn't hold a clarinet properly. My arms weren't long enough. The director had me hold the barrel with my left hand and play the main register keys with my right hand. For those that don't know, this would be the proper arm placement for when I grew into my instrument. But I was playing the notes with the wrong hand. I guess the director thought it would be a better... It would be better to have my arms correct and relearn the finger rings later. I played the clarinet in school from third grade through graduation, except sixth grade because we moved to Utah and the elementary schools here don't usually have bands. I still play the clarinet and bought a pretty nice one with some of the money Grandma and Grandpa Larson left their grandchildren. Aww, that's so cute. I know my parents sacrificed so I could play in the band. I did marching band in high school, and I know not all of the fees were covered by the school. It was also a lot of time for them to drive me to and from practices during the summer and home after school during the school year. I like to play for them so I can show them my gratitude for fostering the opportunity for me to play. I love that so much. Playing my clarinet helps me be grounded in life, and really brings me a sense of calm. When I had mono and was too tired to do most things, it was one of the handful of things I always made an effort to do because I always felt better when playing. That is so cute. I love that story. I love that too. I think it's really cool 
how a lot of times when we are starting to go into something, it's not really what we expect to go into. When she was first signing up to play an instrument, she didn't really know what a clarinet was. Like she had just barely heard about it, but it was like the only instrument that she could remember. And now it's something that, that she's been playing her whole life. Yeah, when you think about our aunt, one of the biggest things that she loves is her clarinet. And so I think that's so cool. And then to see the meaning behind it, like that's such a cool story that I had no idea that's how her clarinet came about. And also like how her parents like sacrificed so much too. I don't know. I just think that's so cool and it like helped her to keep going. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. Such a beautiful story. Oh yeah. I love that. And I think it's such a good start for this episode too because now we get to talk about specific music that has impacted people's lives in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I'll go first. This one says, Sasha Sloan's song, Older, made me realize that my parents aren't perfect and that I needed to lower my expectations for them because I was constantly being let down by them arguing. But this really made me realize the humanness of life. One of the lines that I like most is, the older I get, the more that I see my parents aren't heroes. They're just like me. Aww. That is so cute. Yeah, I think that's super sweet. And I totally remember going through that phase. I think it was when I was 18 and realizing like they're just humans too and they're just trying their best. Because mm -hmm. when we're younger, we look up to them like they're perfect. And then we have that realization and our world kind of changes a little bit. It's mm -hmm. like kind of a different realization that like they're humans too. Yes. When I turned 18 and, when, and 19 and like 20... Those were, that was like the age of mom when she was like having kids. And I was like, if I was in that situation, like I would have no idea what I'm doing. And it really just made me realize that as well, that like our parents, when they first had us, they really had no idea what they were doing and they were just doing their best. Your respect for them goes up because you are just so grateful for, even though they weren't perfect, you're just so grateful that they tried. And they did their best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And I haven't ever heard that song. Actually, I probably have heard that song. I'll probably have to look it up, but... I'm excited to listen to that one because I think I'll like it. The next one is the lyrics, do not succumb to the masses ideas or the ridicule and the judgment for those who follow the ideas of the weak will perish in a dim fog of enlightenment. Become the vision of the mind's eye and carry your flame to the fire. Do not wait for fire to carry the flame to you. Build, work, build, work, build, work. Fall down, fail, learn, learn, earn, earn, and conquer. It's from the song called Change by Yellow Wolf. There's not really a story as much as there is a growing meaning as time goes on. I really like the part that starts at build work. I like how it's a quick process of how your life should look like really. If you, like it says, fall down, fail, learn, learn, you will then earn, earn, and conquer. I love that. And that truly is how life goes. Or you fall down and you fail, then you get back up and you learn. And without failing, we wouldn't learn. Like, when I first was reading this, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so awesome. It really helps you to put things into perspective and, like, to take control of your life and to not worry about the judgment of other people and just work really hard. And, like, when you work, you just continue to build without worrying so much about what other people are thinking or pleasing other people. That's how you'll succeed. Yeah. So, I love that, too. So cool. Okay, so this next one says... Ride Away Great Captain by Ride Away Great Captain. When I left on my mission, it matched absolutely perfectly with my life, like God was speaking to me through this song. The lyrics say, 
Well, right away, great captain, I'll surely leave everything. God bless, I love you, but God, you mean more to me than any three-hold punched fake scripture could come from me. Just know that I love you, but love such a simile. For pearl gates of gold, I will do my best to meet you there halfway or the whole way. My head was telling me to stay home, but my heart told me I needed to go, so I really relate to the I'll leave everything type vibe of the whole song. Nothing in my life felt stable from that point until two years later. On a highway, you know where the ending will take place so beautifully, so beautifully, so beautifully. The night before I left, I had a beautiful ending to what felt like the end of my childhood. There were shooting stars and friends all around me. Right away, great captain, I'll go where you want me to. Don't make it much harder than what I have gone through. If you've got your systems, I'll tear down these walls. You haven't seen devils till you've seen them all. You've got to be strong. I'll take you back if you want me to. On a highway, you know, I will do my best to meet you there. That time of my life was the hardest ever, and I was begging God to make it less hard, but either way, I was going to do this and face my demons. Just give me a minute to tell my wife goodbye. I loved her so dearly, but it's time to take real flight. On a dark desert road or the middle-sized fake show you lead me to, it's so dark in there. I met my wife in the training center right after I started my mission trip, and I said bye to her for a while, not knowing she'd end up my wife. During COVID, I had a moment where I was completely crippled by my anxiety to the point where I felt paralyzed and all I could do was lay on the floor. I played this song and it allowed me to process the feelings I was going through. Sorry, that's a full-on novel. Hope this helps. I think that one is so cool because literally the whole song like related to his life. That's yeah. so awesome. It's so cool when you find a song like that, that literally mm-hmm. every verse and every chorus, like you can match it with something. Yeah. So the part where he talks about how um, he felt paralyzed and all he could do was lay on the floor. I kind of have a memory that I can relate to this. Um, one time I was just having a panic attack. Um, I was driving in the car with Hunter and he showed me this song and he said, just listen. And it this is like what I'm talking about when most of the time I notice the lyrics in songs. But this one, I didn't really notice the lyrics as much as just the sounds. And the lyrics are so beautiful. But um, let me find it. Oh, it's called Old Pine by Ben Howard. And that oh, song. That song is so good. I know. It just like, I closed my eyes and it just calmed my soul. And that's like the one song that I can listen to if I ever feel like a panic attack is coming on. Because it's just so calming and like makes you think of the big picture. Okay, I actually also have a story that I wanted to share about this, and I it just barely came to my mind as um, he was talking about the part where it says, like, letting go of your childhood and, like, before you leave on your mission. I had such a similar experience. So, before my mission, that's when I started, like, really getting into guitar. I'd played a teeny, teeny, teeny bit, like, in junior high, but it was, like, right before I left on my mission that I really started to, like, learn how to play. And there was a song that I had been listening to, like, for a very long time before I started playing the guitar, and it's called Dream by Priscilla Ann. It's such a beautiful song, and so, of course, I wanted to learn on the guitar because I loved it so much. And when I learned it on the guitar, like, I really got to listen to the lyrics and what they were actually talking about. The whole song is, like, basically about her growing up. The first verse is her as a child. The second verse is her, like, discovering who she is and, like, praying to God. And then the last verse is, like, the end of her life, basically. 
before my mission, like, I would play that song and it would always make me cry when it got to the very part. There's one line that says, um, now I'm old and feeling gray, don't know what's left to say about this life I'm ready to leave. I lived it full, I lived it well, I'm ready now, I'm ready now. And I don't know why it's, like, kind of making me tear up a little bit. Before I left on my mission, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm about to leave this life behind, this whole huge part of my life behind to go on this mission. And I it, I was, like, singing, I'm ready now, I'm ready now, and I was, like, just crying. And then on my mission... Wait, I have something to say. Okay. Um... This is like the night before Elise left. I actually have a video of Elise <laughs> singing this in the background, and it's just a video of me and like all the siblings just bawling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that song made me so emotional too. Yeah. And then the so on my mission, I actually wasn't able to play guitar very much on my mission. Um, but until the very end, I was able to. I still remembered how to play the song, and some of the other missionaries that I lived with knew the song too. And so right before I was getting ready to go home, like I think I had a week left of my mission. I like sat down with all of the other, all of my other roommates and we were just playing and singing the song. And I got to that last verse again and I just started crying and I had a whole different perspective on it because now I had lived this missionary life that I loved so much. And like, it was actually ending. I was gonna go back to my normal life, but like, once my missionary life is over, like, it's over. I was singing that with these other missionaries and I was just like crying because I realized, oh my gosh, I'm about to leave this life that has become so meaningful to me. Now that song has become so special to me because it reminds me of the sacrifices that I made leaving, but then like leaving on my mission, but then it also reminds me of the sacrifice it was to come home and how much I loved my mission. And so, yeah, so that I just thought of that when you shared that story. So very cool. <laughs> Sorry, you guys get to hear my voice again <laughs> as I share another story. Um, Across the Universe by the Beatles, specifically the lyrics, nothing gonna change my world was a pretty big one for me as a senior in high school. With my parents' divorce, moving out of the house, and starting college, a lot of change, but those words just reassured me that I'm still me and to embrace change instead of fear it. I love that. I think that change can be so scary sometimes, but I love that this person said, um, it just reassured me that I'm still me. Like, no matter how much change is going on around you, you are still you. Mm -hmm. And that can be a consistent thing. And even if, like, something does change with you, it's like, you are still you and those little changes around you does not determine who you are. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool because it's such a small part of the song. Like, it's just one line. Nothing gonna change my world. And isn't it amazing how even just, like, the smallest lines can make the biggest difference? Oh, yeah. Like, the ones that I'm going to share later that are my personal ones. But it means so much to me. Yeah, it's literally so cool. And I think the people who write the songs, they don't even realize how much of an impact one line can make. Exactly. You know? So crazy. Okay, this next one is Happiness by John Kay. Happiness, where you been? Where you gone? Are you coming back? It's been so, so long since I looked in the mirror and saw someone who reminds me of when I knew you. Happiness, if you're real, prove me wrong because I'm losing faith. It's been so, so long since I looked in the mirror and saw someone who reminds me of when I knew you. The chorus has just felt relatable because a very good friend I had suddenly stopped being my friend and I felt like my happiness was taken over 
or left, and I don't know where to find it anymore. Oh, That's so sad. That is a really sad one. I think it's super deep, though. Like, the part where the song says, It's been so long since I looked in the mirror and saw someone who reminds me of when I knew you. I think this goes back to what we were talking about, how listening to sad music is actually Mm -hmm. can be so good because I think we've talked about this in our last episode like it's so good to remember that there are other people who in some way know what you're feeling they don't feel exactly what you're feeling but they feel certain feelings that you are feeling as well and so I think that's why music is so powerful because Mm -hmm. it because it connects us as humans writers are so good at putting those emotions into words Mm -hmm. where it can just feel so relatable Uh, Yeah, it's just, like, a reassurance that you're not alone. Like, someone Mm -hmm. else has felt this way. Yeah, totally. Okay, the next one is 30,000 Feet by Ben Rector. It reminded me during a hard junior year that life is good and bad and that you can enjoy the good and the hard. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that because we've talked about this quite a few times, but it's all about your mindset. So even when your life feels hard, you can still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. and notice like this is a time in my life where I'm gonna grow like I am struggling because I'm getting stronger yes totally when I just think about like high school in general is just so hard I don't think I would have survived high school without good music like true music is literally how I survived high school (laughs) that's so true um okay this next one says so easy by Philip Phillips In general, it is an uplifting song that just kind of restores my faith in others. So often, people expect the worst in others. This song just makes me feel like there are good people out there for me. And then the lyrics say, You make it so, you make it so, you make it so easy. This letting go is so beautiful, because you make it so easy to fall so hard. You're the reason I believe in something I don't know. Aww, that's so cute. Yeah, that's so cute. I like how the music says, This letting go is so beautiful. Like, when you can see the hard times and see it as a beautiful thing, that is so awesome. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I think about the part, like, you're the reason I believe in something I don't know. And then she was talking about how it, like, helped her, like, restore her faith in people and others. Mm -hmm. You know, so many times we deal with hard situations that are caused by other people, and it can cause us to lose faith in other people. But I like this because when you really think about it, majority of people are just, they genuinely try to do good. They genuinely want to do good, and they're just doing their best. And so I think that's really cool, too. Yeah, I love that. And the next one is You Can Change EFY 2009. It helped me overcome my own inner battles. Such a good song. And I love that she used an EFY song. EFY. Let's go. Did you go to EFY? No. Bruh. The memories from EFY. I know. (laughs) It's okay. I'm going to go to FSY as a leader, so. Good enough. Yep. The fact that, like, I remember the slow songs would start playing and I'd run to the bathroom with my friends. Really? And we would just hide because we did not want to dance with boys. Oh my gosh. Um, If you guys don't know what EFY is, it's basically just like where like youth in the church will like go for a week to like... Pretty much to strengthen their testimonies. Yeah. So there's like, there's like a lot of spiritual stuff and like spiritual classes that they go to, but then there's also the social aspect where there's like dances and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and they have awesome music. No, I listen to EFY music 
on my church playlist oh on my mission i listen to EFY um, music all the time well that's all you could listen to pretty much yeah okay so i looked up the words and we're just gonna read the chorus for you guys it says but you can change you can turn your heart around a brand new start can be found if you'll only take one step you can change wrap your mistake in a cocoon and let them die and emerge a butterfly you can change oh that's cute i love these lyrics I think it's really cool how in this song, and actually a lot of EFY songs are just so good because they're all about becoming better and trying to become more like Jesus, but I love this because it's talking about change and how change is possible. I think a lot of times what we in life will like make one mistake and we'll feel like it's the end of the world. Like, I'm like so Like, there's dumb. no going back. Yeah, you feel so much guilt and you're like, I just made the biggest mistake ever, like, I will never be able to, like, get through this, but you can, and I just think that's so amazing, like, you can change, you can become better, and so I just love that. Yeah, super cool. Okay, this next one says, dancing with your ghost tends to keep me in tune with my emotions as hard as it might be, specifically the first verse hits me the most, yelling at the sky, screaming at the world, baby, why'd you go away? It's kind of eye-opening that everyone goes through loss and sadness. I love this song. I don't remember when I found it, but it's such a good song to sing to, like, in the car. And it's also a good, like, sad song to sing along to. It's kind of funny, like, you hear the same song and you get something different out of it. But I love this person's perspective about how they said everyone goes through loss and sadness. Mm-hmm. And it, again, puts us inside this group of people that have been through the same thing and like you're not alone mm-hmm oh yeah okay the next one is the song light by san hollow i don't know if i said that right but the lyrics are even if it makes me blind i just want to see the light and the reason why that and the reason why it means so much to me is because it's become my life mantra like i see it as if you don't take the risk you'll never get the chance and you should want to take all the risks even if you fail, because that's the only way you will see the other side of life. I love that. I'm like, preach it, sister. Like, yes, I just, this is so relatable to my life right now. Like, I just experienced this where, like, I had to take a chance. And Wait, do you know who wrote this in? No. What if it was a boy? You said sister. No, just kidding. It was a girl, but. Did I say sister? Yeah. Oh. Like, preach, sister. <laughs> sister or brother, whatever you are. <laughs> um but no like it's so true and in my situation it failed but I don't regret it like now I know you know yeah so and it's not only about knowing because knowledge is power and so you experience those things and you have more knowledge and power it's not only about um like having the knowledge of what's on the other side but also just being more understanding towards other people who have been through the same thing and just experiencing everything just makes you a good person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that. You have to take risks. Yep. If you don't take the risk, you'll never get the chance. So. True. Okay, the next one is Reverie by Isaac Gracie. And the lyrics are, It isn't like me to complain, but you don't look at me the same. And darling, I'm just not okay. 
And when I went through my last breakup, that's how I got over it. I realized that he didn't look at me the same way he did when we first started dating. And as much as it killed me to realize that, it also helped me move on because I wasn't okay with that. And that meant I can't stay with him. Aww. That's super sad. That is really sad. But also, it's just so powerful. Like, how she said it is as much as it killed me to realize that, it also helped me move on. That just breaks my heart to think about someone not looking at you the same as they used to. That's just, like, so heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. But it's also so healthy to realize that and to leave when you know that you should. I feel like, in a way, it's kind of the best way that you could have discovered that. Because you were, it was, like, validating that Mm -hmm. you were going through something. That's not fair to you, and you deserve better than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, the next one is, this story is one that I have actually never told anyone. I feel super bad about it now, so it's not a story I like to share. When I was 16, there was a boy that liked me and asked me to prom, and I felt bad saying no, so I went, but I was a big jerk. He was a little socially awkward, but because he liked me, like I did with all boys that liked me, I subconsciously was scared and didn't know how to be confrontational and reject him. So I tried to make a joke of it. The fact that I was scared made me a big bully. He told me his favorite song was Thunder by Imagine Dragons, so I hated it at the time. But five years later, I love this song. My favorite part is, kids were laughing in my classes while I was scheming for the masses. Who do you think you are? Dreaming about being a big star. I just want to sing it. (laughs) You say you're basic. You say you're easy. You're always riding in the backseat. Now I'm smiling from the stage while you are clapping in the nosebleeds. It's such a powerful song. It's about being confident and proving to others you are good enough. To have that confidence in yourself when no one else sees it is such a bad A thing to do. This experience helped me realize that everyone is doing their best and everyone is enough. Now I look back and have nothing but respect for that boy for being brave enough to ask me on dates and being his authentic true self. I don't know how he's doing now, but I hope he's happy and still has the confidence he had when I knew him. Oh, that's so cute and so sweet. Mm-hmm. Aww. I love this song too. My favorite part is, now I'm smiling from the stage while you were clapping and the nosebleeds. And I didn't really understand what that meant, but my dad loves concerts and so he was talking to me about it. If you didn't know what nosebleeds were, it's like the very, like the cheapest way to get tickets at a concert. And it's just like the crowd. It's kind of like the crappy place to be. And so he's talking about how these kids would make fun of him while he was scheming for the masses. He's like dreaming about all these big things that he's going to do. And now in the future, he's smiling from the stage. He's performing while the kids that were bullying him are clapping in the nosebleeds. Like, I just love that to like prove yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think it's really cool how as you get older, you look back at life. And a lot of times, I think songs are the way that you realize like, wow, I was an idiot or like, wow, I didn't understand. And I just I think it's so cool how this song helped this person to realize that and like it humbled them you know and like this song literally changed them which i just think is so cool yeah that is so cool okay okay the next one is um ain't nothing to it by cody johnson and the lyrics say you'll want to quit a million times but if you hang on the years unwind and then they said i like these because no matter how hard it gets it will always get better you've just got to hold on I love that, and I think it's so good. It's kind of what dad says. My dad always says that there's no plateau to the happiness of life, 
And I think that's so cool because you can't just have a happiness and have it be sitting there forever. And when you fail and learn, you constantly are growing and your happiness is becoming better and better. Oh yeah. I think about the dreams that I've had and how there are so many times where I feel like quitting. Things take time to grow and so just like trusting in that. So I love that too. There were a couple other songs that we have. We didn't um, like get specific lyrics or stories with them, but we still wanted to share the songs because they change people's life. So why not? Um, one of them is Elenium, Good Things Fall Apart. I actually haven't ever heard that song, but I love this song. Um, okay, so my favorite lyrics in this song is, I'm coming to terms with a broken heart. I guess that sometimes good things fall apart. I love that so much because there's a lot of the times when things are so out of control in your life. You just have to come to terms with it and know that this is how it is. And sometimes good things fall apart, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was a good thing for you then, but maybe it's not a good thing for you now and you need something better. Mm -hmm. But I mean, good comes and goes. It comes in waves. I think, yeah, there's a time and a season for everything and it just goes back to what we always say. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Beautiful. And then do we have another one? Okay, so this next one says, Eye of the Storm by Ryan Stevenson. Really bad storm plus I just got my license equals terrified. So we didn't get a full story out of that one. So we didn't (laughs) get like a really detailed story out of that one. But I mean, you can just imagine how scary that is. Like in Utah, especially a really bad storm. And you just got your license. So you have no experience. Like... Even me now that I got my license like four years ago, I still get terrified if there's a storm and I have to drive through it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That is honestly like my favorite thing ever is when I find a song that I'm like, this is so relatable to my life right now. Like, how is this even possible? It's so funny and so awesome. So I love that. Um, It says, in the eye of the storm, you remain in control. And in the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn, your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm. Aww. That's so cute. That is really cute. We have one more story that we wanted to share. And um, I actually haven't read through this, so I don't know yet. I don't know if this is about a specific song or just music in general. but um, And it's kind of a long story, but I'm super excited to read it. Um, it's from a, a guy from that lives in one of the areas that I served in on my mission. So this is really cool and really exciting. I'm excited to read this. Um, so he says, growing up in Gardner, which is Gardner, Kansas, growing up in Gardner in the 70s and 80s, most everyone listened to country music except me. Somehow I started listening to hard rock around 11 and actually listened to punk rock in junior high and high school. I actually got to see The Clash in concert before they got big. That's pretty sick. I don't know who the Clash is, but I'm probably too young. But um, that is like so cool that you got to go to a concert before they got big. Wow. Oh, and his MTV made its debut and we, it just died. <gasps> Guys, my computer died <laughs> and I had to run down and grab the charger and turn my computer back on. But I'm out of breath, but I'm back. So where was I? Let's see. While his MTV made its debut, We were one of the first families to get the channel on cable. I became a fan of REM and was able to see them a few times before they made it big. 
I heard a few other bands from Athens, Georgia, and never was able to track down their albums. Yes, all this before CD and streaming music. I was going through a tough time in 1988. I won't go into details, but I guess I was severely depressed about many things that were happening in my life. At this time, I was not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so I was not very religious at the time. Someday I will tell you my my conversion story. Yes, I want to hear it. I love conversion stories when I have more time. Anyway, I was struggling in school and was working overnight as a desk clerk for Motel 6. I came home one Saturday morning, made myself some breakfast slash dinner, and was contemplating my life, the universe, and everything. Didn't really like what was happening in my life and started to have some bad thoughts about what I was going to do. I had MTV on and a group by the name of Gwanda Canal Diary. They were one of the Athens, Georgia bands I had mentioned before. The video was for their song, their song Litany. You can look up the video on YouTube, which I will do <laughs> after this. Anyway, I have never seen that video ever again on MTV or VH1, but I do believe in my heart that Heavenly Father had a hand in this, knowing that this was the only way I could be reached at this time in my life. It would be almost three years before I joined the church. I still did a few knucklehead things from time to time, but never like where I was at that morning. I was listening to heavy metal music for a while, and I was able to get a Book of Mormon during this time. A group by the name of Sabotage had an album out called Gutter Ballad. The final song on this album is titled Believe. While I was praying about what I should do about joining the church, I heard this song and it really spoke to me. It helped me make up my mind that I should slash needed to join the church, which I did within the next six months. I hope this helps you out. Have a great day. Oh, that's so cool. That's a really cool story. I love that so much. And I really want to go through and like look up all of these like bands and artists because... Yeah, and hear the songs. And hear the songs. Um, I just think it's so cool because he talks about his conversion story and like joining the church. Um... And how, like, one, some of the music he listened to, like, helped him during a very specific time that he needed it. And then, like, later on, it helped him to, like, know that he needed to join the church. I think that Heavenly Father definitely speaks to us through music, 100%. -hmm. I know that for me, like, a lot of, um, like, personal revelation that I have received is because of music. And it's from music. I have another story that I do want to share. But I'll let Spy go first so you guys can take a break from my... From my voice for a minute. Okay, so now we're getting into our personal stories and our personal favorite song lyrics. Um, So one of mine, I don't even know. I have like six written down, but I'm just going to do two. One of my favorites is Confetti by BN. That song is so good. I love it. Um, It's just like a good like party, relax, let it go song. I don't know if that's how you would explain it, but... Wait, can I say something really quick? Mm-hmm. You know how songs, like, will bring you back to a very specific time in your life? Yes. That song brings me back to when I worked in Salt Lake City and I had to take the train up mm-hmm. to work, like, every day. I would listen to that song almost every day on the train. And so every time I hear that song, I always think of the tracks going up to yeah. Salt Lake City. I'm going to share a specific memory because that's exactly what this is. It brings me back to something specific. The lyrics that I love most say, say goodbye to hesitation. It's just so simple yet so powerful. Um, I feel like I stress about a lot of little things and I hesitate a lot to do certain things. 
And one of the memories that comes to my head when I hear this song is when I was in the Dominican Republic and me and my friends were at Playa Alicia and we were cliff jumping and I had never been cliff jumping before this. Every single time that I would go, I would never actually jump because I was too scared. I don't even know how much of a jump this was, probably like 30 feet, but dude, like being up there was terrifying. All my friends are just jumping off and I was so scared. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know why. Like, even now, like, heights still scare me to death. But it's so fun to just finally jump into the water. But I was sitting there for literally, like, 10 minutes. Like, no, okay, I'm sorry. It was probably not 10 minutes. It was probably an hour. Just, like, sitting there, like, contemplating if I should jump or not. And... Thank goodness for Kim because she sat there with me and she like tried to convince me it was okay. She jumped a few times and like came back up and she's like, are you ready yet? And I'm like, no, no, no. And, um, and so finally that song just clicked in my head and it was like, say goodbye to hesitation. And I jumped. Oh my God. And it was the best moment of my life. Just like falling, but knowing that I was safe and then falling into the water where like, I didn't know how deep I was going to go. I didn't know how dark it was going to be. But just to experience, like, so much fear and so much adrenaline was amazing. Like, just so fun. It kind of reminds me of the movie Yes Man. Yeah. Like, to say <laughs> yes to everything. <laughs> Even if it'll kill you. Yep. <laughs> okay, you're next. Okay, so my story actually includes two songs um, that kind of contradict each other. So this actually happened just a couple months ago. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but sometimes there will be a certain situation that can bring back previous emotions. It can bring back intrusive thoughts. Um, it can bring back emotions that you've had in the past. Um, and there's different things that can cause this, like different triggers, you could say. Um, it could be like somebody says something or you see something happen or a certain person from your past comes back into your life which that was my situation. Somebody from my past came back into my life and it was really shocking. And this person is not a bad person at all. Like they're a good person, but um, just because of how things played out with them, I just had a really hard time being around them because it brought back previous emotions that I had felt. Some of the feelings that were being brought back being around this person again were related to things that I dealt with a lot in high school and junior high um, with confidence and self-worth. It stinks because I feel like I've gotten to this place where I really am confident in who I am and I love myself, but every once in a while, sometimes things will happen where I'll get these intrusive thoughts and I'll just feel really down and really bad about myself. I had run into this person again and I knew that I would be seeing them a little bit more often. I was really mad at God, honestly, because he had allowed this person to come back into my life, even though full well knowing the situation and knowing that this would hurt me and that it would be hard. So I decided that I needed to go on a drive. I just like turned on all of my saddest music I've ever listened to. Um, and there's one specific song called Liability by Lord. In this song, it's about a girl who feels like she is a liability to everybody, that she's too much. Um, there's one specific line that says, I am a toy that people enjoy until my tricks don't work anymore, and then they are bored of me. And then the chorus says, they say, you're a little much for me. You're a liability. Get you wild, make you leave. You're a little much for everyone. I don't know why, but this song just like really hit me hard. Just growing up, there were a lot of times where I felt like I was out of place 
or, you know, that I didn't belong anywhere. And so all of those feelings came back and, and a lot of experiences that I've had where I felt like I was too much for people or that I was a liability. And so I was just in my car and I was bawling, just like hysterically and just feeling so bad for myself. And so then I get home and I did not feel any better after that. I just felt so horrible. I came home and just went straight to bed. I don't think I even washed my face or brushed my teeth, you guys. I just went straight to my room and laid in bed in my clothes still. I was just like, I need to, yeah. I have a really good habit of saying my prayers every night. And so I was like, okay, I still am going to pray. Even though I'm mad at God, I'm still going to pray because I don't want to screw up this habit that I already have. So I was saying a prayer and it was a very, it was so basic, but also it was like kind of a mean prayer. Like I was like, God, why would you do this to me? Like, what the heck? Like, are you just in heaven making fun of me? Or are you trying to like rudely teach me a lesson? I was just so mad. But then all of a sudden, I just felt this overwhelming feeling of love. And I remembered who God really is. I realized that God is not that way. He does not put specific people in our lives just to make it hard on us. He's not up there in heaven. I'm gonna teach at least this lesson, so I'm gonna put this person back into her life so she can suffer. That's not how God is at all. Instead, he's the kind of person who just loves us unconditionally. He knows us perfectly. I almost had this vision of God just weeping with me. Like I was sitting there crying and I just envisioned that God was weeping with me, um, that this was hard for him too. It was hard for him to put this person in my life because he knew it would hurt me. He allowed it to happen because he knew that I would learn a very, very valuable lesson from this experience. After feeling that, I just decided that I would never get mad at God again for something like that, knowing that what is hard for me is hard for him as well. Then a week later, I knew that I was gonna run into this person again. And so to prepare myself, I decided to turn on some Lauren Daigle because I really just wanted to um, prepare myself. I was just worried that the feelings of insecurity would come back. And so I turned on some Lauren Daigle. And of course, the first song that came on was You Say. This song, I've heard it so many times. I listened to it on my mission. But in this moment, it just meant everything to me. And it was just exactly what I needed to hear. And I felt like the words in that song were just God speaking to me, telling me that I am enough, that I am worth it and that he loves me. And I felt that, you know, I could be a liability to everybody. I could be too much, you know, that I'm too spiritual to people or that I talk too much or whatever. It was so comforting to know that despite that, despite what other people thought of me, I was not a liability to God and I'm never too much for God. He never gets tired of hearing what I have to say. And so that was just so comforting and so relieving. I love the contrast between these two songs. You know, the liability song was about how I was feeling and that I was grieving and that I was feeling alone. And then the song you say was just God comforting me and helping me to realize who I really am. So that was a very growing experience for me. And that song, both of those songs just really mean a lot to me now. Okay, my last one is Like Gold by Vance Joy. The song is so good. I don't remember what I was stressing about, but this brings me back to when I was in Australia. I hate when I bring up Australia because I feel like I talk about it too much. <laughs> it's fine. I feel like I'm a missionary that's like, on my mission, on my mission, on my mission. Are you adding me? Are you literally, like, mocking me? No, 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 no. <laughs> you are kidding. not like that. Um. So what this song says is, 
Time to let it go. It won't let go of me. Hanging by a thread. If I wait till it feels right, I'll be waiting my whole life. So this just reminds me of the times, like, once again about hesitating. When you're so stressed about doing it when it feels right, the truth is it's never going to feel right. And so pretty much you just gotta do the things that you want to do and let your stresses go because they won't let go of you. They're not just going to disappear. You got to let go of them. So yeah, I don't know. I love that song. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Honestly, I think that a lot of times we let, oh, it's too scary or it's inconvenient. Like we let that get in the way. We can't let those things hold us back or else Mm -hmm. we're never going to do anything. If we're always waiting for the time when we feel ready or when it feels convenient, it's never going to happen, so. Exactly. So, my last one, it will be really quick, but I really wanted to do it because this song is so beautiful. So, the last song that I picked is The Night We Met. Ooh, by Lord Huron. By Lord Huron. I've liked this song for a very long time. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about this song and I literally got full body chills. Like, I need to listen to that immediately. Okay, right after this episode, we're going (laughs) to turn it on. And I think I know why you feel that way, because the reason why I feel such a deep connection to it is because of the nightlights. When we went to the nightlights, when we were lighting up all the lanterns, we let them go. The song that they played is The Night We Met. I was in tears. All the lanterns were in the sky, and, like, the song, oh, it was so beautiful, you guys. It was literally the most, like, beautiful moment of my entire life. Literally, it was so breathtaking. Like, there was nothing to say. You just had to breathe and watch and just enjoy it. It was so freaking magical. Like, how is that even possible? Watching floating fire (laughs) in, like, in, like, paper, listening to a bunch of just different, like, Music. music notes mushed together and voices makes this beautiful thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyways, after that night, having such, like, a moving experience like that... I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to learn that song on the guitar. Because when I love a song and it moves me, I'm like, I'm going to learn it on the guitar. So I came home and I had actually never listened to the lyrics before. The lyrics are actually really, really sad. Like I thought it was like a love song. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to read the lyrics, but I'm just going to kind of tell you what it's about. Basically, like wishing that you wouldn't have met someone because it hurt you so bad. I mean, if you look at it like that, it's so depressing. It is so depressing. I see it in, like, a happy way of, like, take me back to the night we met, and it's, like, reminiscing, whatever that word is, on, like... Reminiscing? Reminiscing. <laughs> reminiscing. It's just reminiscing. Reminiscing. Um, on the night that you meet an awesome friend, and to look at how far you've come mm-hmm. from that moment. It's, like, take me back to that moment that we met, because it was a start to an amazing story that you had no idea about. And, like, to go back to that night and have the knowledge of how far you will go with them is, like, oh, that would just be insane, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be insane. I feel like that's the thing, too, is, like, you can totally take it that way. I mean, you can take music and really make it into it any way that you want. But the reason why that song, like, really touched me is because I think there's a lot of times where... I have looked back on different situations in life and I've thought, I wish that would have never happened because it hurt me so bad. I wish I would have never met that person. I wish I would have never put myself out there like that. And I think this goes back to what we've been talking about throughout this whole episode, that things happen for a reason and there is a time and a season for everything. 
even though there are many times where we wish we could go back, do things differently so we didn't have to go through the pain, those moments are what helps us to learn and to grow and so they're important. That's what, that's what I think of when I hear that song now and I just love it and it's just a beautiful song, so. Yeah, I love that song. Well, that concludes this episode. I've loved hearing all of your guys' stories. We really appreciate everybody who submitted. These stories were really touching and we found a lot of really good new songs that we want to go listen to. Yeah, we might have to do this again and get more. Oh yeah. I just think it was super fun. Also, we did something super exciting. Um, We made a Spotify playlist of all the songs that you guys submitted to us and that we have talked about. And so they're all in one playlist. So if you want to go find a song, if something touched you and or you just want to hear what it sounds like, we got the whole thing on there. So the only one that we couldn't find was You Can Change from the 2009 EFY, but that one is on YouTube. Um, so you can go find that. But besides that, we have all the other songs inside this nifty playlist and I'm going to be listening to it tonight when we're done recording. Yeah, so definitely go check that out, um, especially if you are like us and you love always finding new things to listen to. Also, if you haven't already checked out our Instagram, we highly recommend it's at the Sunny and Ween Show. And if you want to stay updated on episodes and you want to participate in episodes like this one, just be watching out for our stories and posts because we do post like every time that we have a new episode. So you will definitely be updated there. Yes, we are going to try to pull away from posting on our personal accounts so that we can keep those separate. And so if you want to stay updated on our podcast, definitely go follow our Sunny and Ween social media because that's where everything will be. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.